Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast. It's Annalena here and I have a very special guest today. And I know I have always very special guests, but she's very, very special because one, she's from Germany. That's where I'm from. We just recently connected. She's also too profile in human design, but she's a reflector, um, which is 1% of the human design type. So her name is Caroline Limburg. I am so excited to have her. She's an expert for femininity, sensuality, and self-love. She also likes to call herself an expert of inner glow, which I so love. And she's also a former commercial airline pilot, and she used to fly the 747 long-range airplane. So she has quite a resume, let me tell you that. She's also a wife and mother of two kids. She's also a yoga teacher, a raw food chef, and many, many other things. Lots of gifts and talents of the two line, I think. And I just want to give you a very warm welcome, Caroline. I'm so Thank happy you. And I'm absolutely excited too, because again, it's a first for me. I've never given an English interview. Yeah, we're going to make it easy. Okay. <laughs> like in the two line, like we are both two, four profiles. We love to do things the easy way, right? Yeah. So... What we would like to talk about today, and I have to be honest, like I am super interested and intrigued to hear this from you because I'm not an expert being a reflector, right? And the reflectors is the, the people that we have the least contact of because it's just about 1% of the population. So just statistically, right? It's like, I have given a, actually one reading to a reflector so far. And, wow. um, but if you ask me, you know, are you an expert with reflectors? Not so much. So I'm just so excited to learn from you today. And especially this, that's what we really want to dive into this 28 moon cycle to make decisions. So I would just love to hear from you. What is that all about? What does it mean? What does it not mean? Because I'm sure we can get it wrong oftentimes, right? Yes. And thank you for this beautiful introduction. <laughs> And I am absolutely honored to be able to talk to you today. And uh, yes, let's just dive right into the 28-day cycle. That is my strategy for decision-making. Um, at least that's what human design says. And I have a different point of view to that because um, I am absolutely able to make decisions just like that. That's how I ended up in this podcast episode. I mean, that's how I ended up being in contact with you. Mm -hmm. It's the opening up to surprise. And it's um, actually the universe answering to my requests. Mm. Right, because you said that you had put out the intention to enter more into the English-speaking market, right? Yeah, that actually is something I didn't put out like that yet I have written a book and I like I need to have that one translated into the English market but I didn't really place the intention to um, enter as a coach or mentor into the American or English speaking market mm -hmm. at least not yet <clears throat> if you ask me I, I do not really feel ready for it <laughs> but I am obviously ready for it um, no but what I did put out was I would like to participate in more um, podcasts interviews I would love to participate more in um, online summits just to um, make myself visible to the world and, and 
one of my mentors said, you're a reflector. You need people listen to you while you're in a conversation and you need other people talking about you. So I thought, okay, I need to make myself visible mm. and is the correct word hearable? It's like hearable, like so people hearable. <laughs> yeah. Um, in order to build a reputation, that's the intention I did put out. Mm. And I just got invited into your world like a week ago. Yeah. And, and I you know how it happened. You want to know? Yes. Yeah. I, like, because I, we haven't, we, we literally, we don't know each other. Like it's the first time we're on a Zoom, right? Today. So um, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. So we, are, we put on the Human Design Summit for the Aligned Living Academy and we wanted to have five, all five types, right? And two people per type. And like I said before, like finding a reflector is not the, it's, it's the most challenging because there are just not so many out there. And I, I personally don't know so many myself. So we still had one spot open and we were kind of, because I was also this like, well, we don't want to rush a reflector in any way or form, right? They, they may want to feel into it a little bit. Um, but then at the same time, it's not like a life-changing decision, right? It's not like, so then I followed my, I'm a manifesting generator. I have this divine spark of intuition come through me and act in the moment. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to post on my Facebook. We're looking for a beautiful reflector universe that it come to me and then it was one of my German contacts she saw the post she knew you she like she's a four-line she connected us she's like hey she's your woman and I felt right away like in my body for good and right you were so excited you also two four I'm like duh <laughs> because like my intention was like I want to have somebody that really wants to be there you know that is really excited to be there for this opportunity and not be like um, when am I going to get out of it? Or like, like just really loving it to be there. Right. So that's when, yeah, I think we both knew it was meant to be. And then you knew right away and you were like, of course, I'm going to do it. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, it's exciting. <laughs> it's like coming home. <laughs> mm -hmm. Here's a funny thing I would just like to say right now, because I have an open throat and you don't. Mm-hmm. And with my open throat, no matter where I'm going, I just right away talk like the people are talking. Mm. Yeah, you can. And I, I sort of, because I have never been living in any English speaking country, but I don't really have a German accent. Mm. But I still do actually. Yeah. And your throat is like not open. You're an MG. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just something that I'm recognizing like realizing right now it's like wow that's interesting that's a gift you have and when I flew from Frankfurt to Los Angeles and Frankfurt I was having a German accent well kind of not really and then we flew over the Netherlands and I sounded like somebody from the Netherlands and then we flew over London and I was like talking like a British English person that's so funny like, yeah and then over New York and then over it's like Really? The open throat? I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the traits of the open yeah. throat is to, you can impersonate others' tones of voice or languages. You're usually really talented with that. And very often singers with undefined throats, they, they can be epically amazing how they express the voice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just a side note that I'm just realizing how weird two German women, one with an open throat and one with a defined throat. That is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like you're reflecting that back to me, right? Yeah. So, so what does it mean to be a reflector? What, what was that? How was that for you to find out maybe before we even dive into the 28 day cycle? Oh, that was interesting. That was like, okay, human design, that sounds interesting. What is that? Okay, let's dive deep into it. Okay, I'm a reflector. What the hell is a reflector? Oh, I'm a special snowflake. I always knew I'm a special snowflake. Okay, what does it mean? Oh my God, I don't want to be a reflector. 
That's the short version of it. It's like, oh my God, no, that's terrible. But it helped a lot and it was eye-opening and I love it by now. Mm, Because I can be whoever I want to (laughs) be. And I can play my reflector every once in a while, which means I can do whatever I want. And I do not always need to wait for an invitation. I love that. Yeah. But it was it was a challenge for sure. To because um, everything I thought I was, I wasn't. Mm. And everything I had to live through when I was a kid and a teenager made so much more sense. Mm. So it was this huge relief, right? That yeah, it was both. And then my husband was like, yeah. Now you're, you think you're a reflector. Now you have an excuse for everything. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I still got my own, I'm, I still got my own identity in this thing. And I still got my own triggers and my own mm. pain points. Mm. But I love being a reflector because I can choose. Yeah. I really can choose what I want to emphasize. Yeah. And that's well, beautiful. And I love that because, you know, for anybody that's listening, like it's for anybody, no matter what your human design is, it's here for you to love that. Yeah. It's perfect. You are meant to be a reflector. I'm supposed to be a manager. You know, like whatever we are, that's exactly what we're meant to be. And it's on to us if we want to resist it and fight it or yeah. we just want to love it and accept it. Yeah. Because from the fight comes, like from the resistance comes all the pain. Mm. And from the identification. Because I used to identify with anything that was difficult. Mm. I used to identify myself with the difficult girl. The one who nobody gets. That was my identity. And to let go of that part. And to just feel through whatever comes up knowing that it's not me I've got my part in it if it if it hurts Mm. if it hurts I have got my part in it but if there is a topic that I'm done with that I've set free I don't get entangled in it and then I can be this the observer which I am as a reflector I'm observing and mirroring back Mm. doesn't have to hurt myself any longer right right you don't have to take it personal or something yeah that is powerful very powerful that was quite it took me some time to uh get to that point and I still have I'm not enlightened yet it's not like I was a guru or a buddha or anything it's like I still got my stories that freak me out yeah but yeah it would be exactly what we need to be right and what is like if if somebody that's listening right now is a reflector and they may still feel like a victim of it in a way right like you said in the beginning it can be like I don't want to be that or what is it what am I going to do with it yeah it it the first thing was oh finally I got like it's on paper I'm special Mm. and then it's like oh my god I don't want to be special Mm. I want to be like everybody else because it's exhausting Mm. and it's painful and if I do not know who I am what am I here for so that was not so easy (laughs) So I got to that point, I don't need to identify with all the pain any longer. Hmm. Yeah, it's not go of it. Yeah, you just here to reflect it back so they can heal their own, right? Yeah. Hmm. And what's the biggest like advice from your experience that you would give to people that just discovered that they're a reflector and they don't quite know yet? It's gonna be all right. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's gonna be all right. Just mm-hmm. lean back and relax. Yeah. There is no need to hustle. Oh, can you hear my dog? It's my kids ringing the doorbell. Um, Just relax 
as a reflector, it's your job to digest, take samples, relax. There is not much you need to do because everything is going to come. Mm. So now you say everything is going to come. I know you have some amazing stories to tell. Yeah. So <laughs> we want to get into this, like this moon cycle as a reflector, right? Yeah. So I know you have a couple of stories and the first one we started to talk about was the house. So I would love to hear and where you live right now. I mean, that yeah. just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> so I would just love for you to share that story. I do live in a beautiful house in um, the very North of Germany and uh, how that house Because um, being a reflector, they say, like um, Ra'uruhu said, we need 28 days or more, like at least one moon cycle, but maybe two or three moon cycles to make big decisions like marriage or buying a house. When we were looking, because we, um, we were living in another house for rent, And we knew we had to leave there within the next two or three years. And sometimes it can take time to find a new place to live in with a family and a dog and with the mm -hmm. stuff we prefer available. So I said, okay, let's start searching for a new home for a family. Because I have friends who've been searching for two years and still now have no opportunity to buy a house within price range available to them. Mm. and we went to see three houses no fit at all and then we went to see a fourth house and the uh how is the word for in german we say makla immobilien makla it's a realtor yeah in the US. yeah mm -hmm. um and I, i we were looking at that house and was like okay seriously with this thing there is like you could just build something new from scratch because this house is not worth renovating at all mm. and then I said okay and with that price tag on it no way that's not going to happen and that guy said okay have you got some time because I have like three it takes it takes us three minutes to to go to another house that I could offer and it was a house I would not even have considered at that moment because we were searching for a family home for one family like mother father two kids dog that's it mm -hmm. and he took us to a mansion <laughs> it's like really a house for for more than one generation a multi-generational home with a huge garden and like way out of reach for what we planned to invest and I was standing in that garden feeling the place and it's like oh my god this is it and we had no clue how that would work out but like four or five years before I'd be talking to my husband like okay if If we could make a wish, how, do we, would, how would we like to live? What would we want? And we collected like his wishes, my wishes. I wanted it to be like 10 minutes drive by car to the beach. Well, I would like to have ocean view. If we ever move again, I need ocean view. No matter, <laughs> no matter what, I need ocean view and I want white sand at the beach. And no, no, uh, no stingy, yucky insects and animals but um if i like wishes to the universe um so i said 10 minutes drive to the beach would be nice and uh yeah my husband wants it close to a forest because we have that dog we want to have a nice place to walk the dog and it needs to be a very small street um ideally uh what's the word in english for sackgasse Uh, it's like um, cool de sac. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know right now. Yeah, a street where you can go one way and there's no way out. A dead end street. Dead end street. A dead end street. A dead end street. I guess you get it. What I mean, it's like a street where kids can play outside yeah, and there's, there's no, no traffic, traffic going through. And um, 
Okay. And I said, I'd, I'd like to have sort of a well on the ground or a fountain of water to have our own water supply. That would be great. What else did we put on the list? I even put the price on the list. Mm. I said, okay, to be realistic, I, I guess it will be that amount of money to have that. Mm. I don't see it any other way happening because I would like to have it nice. And we put it all down. It's like four or five years before we bought the house. And then nothing happened. We just stayed in that other place that we rented for the family until that moment in time where we decided we need to move because we will have to move anyways. Mm -hmm. So let's start searching right now. And at that point in time, I was like, okay, we have that much money we could spend every month um, to get a good, is uh, credit the right word? Yeah, credit. Yeah. yeah. Because you have different words for financial investments in America. Yeah, to get the mortgage. The mortgage. Yeah. 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 But the credit is like how the credit score usually in America is like how well you are qualified to get a certain amount of loan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that dream house. And there was us searching for a home. And I was standing in that garden, looking at that house I've created five years before. And I looked at the list that I remembered and I was like, yeah, check, check. The house is in a dead end street. The kids can play outside. We have a huge garden. It's 10 minutes drive by car to the beach. We are living right at the edge of the forest it's close to the city center so that I don't have to worry about my kids once they are teenagers and they want to go out at night they will always find a safe way back home because um when I was a teenager I lost a friend who died in an accident because the other guy was driving drunk and I did not want my kids to live somewhere far out in a small village where you would always have to drive at night back home it's like mm. that, that, that story stuck and I said okay I want them to be able to to grab a ta- cab to go back home or a bus or whatever I don't want them to enter a car with a drunken driver mm. and that was on my list and this is like like we we have it all it was like everything was on that list and I stood in that garden looking at the house and say, oh my god this is it and can I say something because kind of from me now perceiving you as you talk you already had that house in your system yes and once you were there because you have an undefined g center you just know if a, a place feels good and right to you or not you know it in the moment right yeah and I, I that house was in my system for five years yeah and once I stood on the ground, it was just, okay, this is a yes. There's no doubt about it. The only question is, how are we going to do it? Mm-hmm. We did it. And we actually invested the exact amount of money that I put on that list. Wow. And now comes the beautiful part of that story. Yeah. If you're a reflector or if you ha- or have an emotional... Um, like your, your solar plexus is your authority. If something already ran through your system for a long enough period of time. And I would say that also accounts for everybody who has a split. Mm, if, yeah, there, if, if there are things that have been running through your system for more than a day, like for me, it was five years. And sometimes it's other other things that run through my system for a month or for five months. And it's just stuff that I am digesting. I'm taking samples of life and I'm digesting information. And then I'm putting out a, yeah, I I like wishes to the universe. And if it answers, I know. And I don't need to wait another cycle. I can say yes. This is it right away. With this summit, I said, yes, this is it. I have no idea how this is going to end, but I'm a reflector. I just let myself surprise. 
be surprised by by where I'm ending up. Mm. Actually, one of my dreams is that I would love to have a retreat center on Hawaii. Mm. So I need to set foot on to uh, American territory some someday. <laughs> I need to land over there someday. First step, yeah, happening. Yeah. There, yeah, yeah. So I need to put that out there. And uh, now comes the um, climax of the story with the house because guess where I'm living? There is a small pond close to the house. And in German, it's called Mondspiegel, which means moon reflector. And I did not know that I'm a reflector back then. So this is where I ended up. (laughs) In a street called moon reflector being in a, like that's this is the power of manifestation you end up where you're supposed to be and you don't need to wait 28 days if you have a full body yes yeah so really like the way yeah you already went through the 28 cycle for five years yeah. prior right you already had it in yeah. existence so yeah and now kind of and again this the story is just I mean, the name of the street that just blows me, my mind. Yeah. <laughs> reflect, I mean, can it get any better than this? Um, you're the ultimate reflector for me. And I, yes. I, I don't know many, but I have this feeling you're going to guide humanity and so many reflectors into that power because I, there's one thing that I have said before, and I was kind of, because manifesting generators, we are about finding shortcuts, right? Yeah. So I was like, why... I think we should focus on the reflectors and get them well because they reflect the well-being of humanity. So if they're well, then humanity is well. So, I mean, I don't know if that's, but I was like, they make sense. So, and I have to say, like, you seem a very centered, balanced reflector, like very in your essence and and really embodying the reflector, not feeling lost at all. I feel you're very, yeah, very powerful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and and I, I'm grateful actually that we attracted each other into our lives, right? Like somehow. That we are fit, we're the perfect match. We just figured out like 10 minutes ago, no, before, before we started the recording. It's like, we as two women, just fill up the entire G center with our defined gates. Yeah, yeah. Like let's say you have the incarnation cross, the right angle cross of love, the vessel of love. Yeah. Which has the gate 10, the gate 15, the gate 46, and 25, which is my son. Hmm. this is my conscious sound the 25 and i'm the right angle cross of the sphinx which is the one the two the seven and the 13 so we come together we are here to give you so much identity (laughs) it's not even funny it is it is absolutely funny (laughs) (laughs) it's just like it's like oh we're like a magnet coming together and like yeah this and it's the magnetic we are the magnetic monopole and we're talking about we are station right now it's like so cool um so for me it's like it really helps me understand this 28 day cycle you can go through the cycle before actually having to make the decision that's 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 how i see it yes that's how i perceive it and that's how i live it because honestly if you always like I was joking about it to you. It's like, are you sure you would like to do that? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to call you back uh, in 28 days. By that time, the summit is over. I love um, that when you did that. I was like, wow, she has a sense of humor. It's not so serious. And- no, no. And I can say yes if I don't have a clear no. I can just give it a try and take a sample. Mm-hmm. Here's another point. If you have no clue and there is no good reason to not do something, do it. Yeah. The hard part is if you realize, okay, that's not my cup of tea, is to get out of it again. But just give it a try. Yeah. Allow yourself to give it a try and allow yourself to decide otherwise another time. I mean, you are as a, you, you as an MG, you you play. I change my mind all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. So that's actually one of the biggest reliefs I had for myself, also with clients when I work with, I work with lots of energies. So it's like, yeah, we have our strategies way to respond, but then we have this, it's called this envisioning part where we need to dip our toes in the water. We need to, I mean, a manager is basically being a three line, full blown three line. If you would put a line on my You're the real scanner. So yeah. Like, oh, you're a scanner lady. Yeah, just forget about it. Just talk to NMG about that. And they can be focused too. Yeah. And you can be focused on what you want. Yeah, absolutely. But within that, there's a lot of experimentation and trying out things. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I just have, I have become, Yeah. And I've become more confident about it that it's like it's okay to change my mind. Yes. And, and now I have also learned sometimes like, yeah, it can, it feels good right now, but it may happen that I'm not going to like it anymore. And like, I know this now about myself so I can communicate it better and inform people about it, which is definitely helpful. So we don't come across that flaky sometimes. Um, and also what is helping me as well is I have a defined will. So like, um, because I can push through things, right? Just to, for the heck of it. But I have learned my energy is not allowing me anymore to do that. So I'm like, I can't push through mm-hmm. things. How, how else would I have gotten through flight school? Seriously? Oh, yeah. That's Top Gun. Yeah. That's, that's you, top you, can, you can amplify. Oh my God, I watched the movie twice. Did you know that? Freaking I know, that. I'm Maverick. Oh, I lo- oh my god I, remember. <laughs> when I, I don't go to the movies I watched the movie twice and I just freaking my favorite movie of all times <laughs> so no yeah. I, I always identify with the main character it's like I'm Maverick oh I, I could always um also be Katniss Everdeen that's all another favorite character of mine it's like I'm mm-hmm. a fighter but I'm a reflector so I just lean yeah. back let others fight that's difficult yeah, yeah. No, and I mean, you can amplify willpower and be, you, you learn anything that's open, undefined in the, cent- in the center is, you gain the biggest wisdom from all of that, right? So. But I need my me time. I need my rest. I do. I do. And what substan- sub- substantially, oh my God, that sounds funny if I say that, substantially. <laughs> um help me out and transform everything is my yoga practice i am a yoga teacher for kundalini and yin yoga and i have created a uh, trauma release yoga session which combines um breath work with yin yoga and some hatha yoga elements to to sort of activate your muscles and then there is a trauma release exercise um that has been created for war veterans coming back deeply traumatized to get rid of the trauma from uh like the the trauma sits in your body in the psoas muscle and um to get rid of it you just need to move your body you do not have to relive it Mm. you need to let your body intelligence take over and ever since i've started having a daily practice everything started changing Mm. and we everybody it's not just me but that approach from this thing this meat suit this is real this has manifested and whatever it shows to you it's real you better believe it and if it pains like your body hurts and it's like tight it's telling you something and you do not need to go through all the deep trauma work i mean that also helps if you if you look at stuff um like with your consciousness activated major game changer and if you combine that with body work with deep body work and breathing Mm. um it just gets stuff out of your system without even knowing it's has ever been there and how it just disappeared all of a sudden everything gets easy well, i love that being a two-line and a manager and i like shortcuts because and it's so i mean it makes sense because we have these trapped emotions right energy in motion yeah. so yeah. we need to move it and and 
Yeah. So the body, if it, if it hurts, it's got a message. Mm -hmm. If your emotional system hurts, there is a message in it. Mm -hmm. And as long as you don't get the message, it's going to hurt. You could just release it and then cry some honest tears. Oh, that's so powerful. Not those angry, I want that tears. (laughs) It's like, I am so pissed off. (laughs) Those tears don't help. But the honest from the heart. That clear your identity. Mm. Because you can let go. Mm. Well, what a gift that is that you have created, especially for veterans, because especially in the US. I mean, that's well, it's it's actually that trauma release exercise has been created by a doctor. Like uh, Mm. he was a psychologist. I do not record I, I could look what look it up um because he has created it and it's there's a book and there's how how you do it and you can learn it and you mm-hmm. can give it to people like have um introduce them to it what i did i yogified it <laughs> well you made it unique to yourself because i i always say this like we have all these energy healing modalities and all the stuff like it's not the modality it's the person it's you because yeah. I, yeah. I i practice also energy modalities and i have people have told me like oh i know this from another person that didn't do anything with you it's totally different yeah I, I learned it through experimenting and people sharing and i was like yeah it's like same with human design right like as you know i love to teach and talk about human design and like i could send other people to like oh go there but no they want me they wanted to hear it from me because it's the way how i make it people understand you know, and it's my energy, it's my intention behind it. It's the same, like, because we often, I feel like we discredit ourselves sometimes when we're like, oh, it's not mine, it's somebody else's, but it's like you. That, it's well, that sequence is mine. That sequence, yeah. that, that trauma release body session is my session. But I took the trauma release exercise elements mm-hmm. I took from somewhere else. And then the Kundalini yoga elements I put from somewhere else. And then the the, the yin yoga elements I put from some, like I, I combined it in my way and yeah. it works because and, and I also put the mindset work in it and affirmations in it. And it's, yeah. it's like, that's also a beautiful example of the two line because we two lines, we are here to kind of take what the one lines have invented, created, and we just put our own sauce together and mix it up and make it easy and flowy and, and give it our own twist. Um, because what you just described, that's how I do a lot as well. Like, I was yeah. just like, that's the two line, I feel. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And, and we're here to, to take what's there and, and so it can evolve and mutate and grow into something new, right? We're not here yeah. to keep it one fixed way. So, and that's how we co-create, we come together. And one person has a divine download for this. And then somebody else learns it here. And you have a divine download to add on to something else. And make it this beautiful um yeah piece of art at the end of the day so it's beautiful and then we sprinkle it like i do sprinkle it with universal love because that's the 25 in my son oh yeah um i am the vessel of love in that too Mm, i love that so wow this is so beautiful um (laughs) And now we also, so we just shared this whole beautiful story of your house, how you manifested it. There was absolutely no need to wait another 28 days. It was kind of reverse. Actually, Mm -hmm. I married my husband just like that. I met him. Mm -hmm. I met him and at the same night I moved in. Oh, wow. And we've been together for 10 years now. Mm just i make a request and the universe answers so yeah and I'm, I'm starting to believe like because it is kind of research we are doing here right I, I literally yeah. <laughs> like okay when you have because so manifestation really the way i always like to explain it is like if you have a want or a desire that comes from your heart that is there for a reason like you just know i, I want to manifest this person this man this relationship or this house you just knew so I feel like in those instances, we just need to allow it to come to us. Yes. And when it's there, like there's no more need to follow anything because 
you ask and you shall be given. Yeah, exactly. Now, if it's something totally new that you didn't know story. was in your heart, and, and let's get into that story right now, because I know you have one. You wanted to talk about the, the gift economy and how here, yes, you followed your 28-day cycle. So yeah. I'd love to hear that yeah. story and how it's different. I've been invited to a workshop about gift economy by a friend. And uh, the guy who uh, wrote a book about it, I need to, Charles Eisenstein is the guy who, uh, he's written a book about it. It's called, I think it's called Sacred Economy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, the topic is gift economy, sacred economy. You just look up Charles Eisenstein um, because he, I think he's an American. So his work should be available to you if you're interested in that topic. And I had no clue that that thing existed. I was just like, okay, I've got time. I will just give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I have no idea, I'll just, and there is no good reason to not do it. And it could be interesting. I'll just give it a try. And uh, gift economy is about um, the main sentence that stuck with me is uh, how other cultures think about having enough. Because they say, I store my food in the belly of my brother which means if I have more than I can eat right now, I could just have my brother join in the meal. And then there is nothing left over. But you know what? Tomorrow he's going to have something for me. I'm not asking for anything in return right now because the universe is going to cover it. And if my brother doesn't have it, well, I don't know. Maybe somebody else does. That's the idea behind it, which is beautiful. We're not quite there yet. Um, It takes us as a culture. A little bit longer but I feel like we're in a process towards that maybe um, but there is other issues involved if uh, if you ask me coming back to gift economy um, I gave this thing a try and it was an interesting workshop and it, it, uh, it was valuable information in it for me um, and you could also apply that principle to your business It's like, I give an offer. I am saying, I'm giving that workshop next weekend and it's gonna be paid um, according to the gift economy principle, which is pay what you want. Mm. And after the workshop, you will decide how much was it worth and you give me the money. And after that workshop, which was interesting, but not mind-blowing for me because the information was so new. Mm. I, I was forced to decide within a day how much I wanted to pay. And it was like, I have no idea. I have no clue. And I received some email like, you were supposed to pay by now. And I'm like, yeah, but I, you said during the workshop that if I'm not paying anything. You're fine with it. Why are you inquiring via email now? Mm. And that felt wrong. And I have no idea what I would like to pay. Mm. And that was it. It felt weird. And then I started processing that thing over a period of almost two and a half months. And I played around with it in my mind and I let it run through my body. And I even had a gift economy um, offer. Like I I would ask a client to to give it a try, to play it out. Um, And after two and a half months, I knew, okay, actually for that workshop, I'm going to pay $400. And I sent them the money. But it took that long to, to come to that point. And I was not, it was impossible for me right after that thing to say, no, that's worth $400. I would have given them, I don't know, 60, Mm. which would have not been fair to to the amount of work they've put in it. So that took time and I have played around with it. And I decided that 
we need more time and more healing to get to the point where we can really trust in storing the food in the belly of our brothers because our brothers are in so much need and have no idea about how to value information and time and energy mm. it's it only works if you have the mindset here and if people don't it's it's like okay they cannot appreciate what i have to offer so i need to appreciate myself first yeah 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 because we can totally be over giving and and being taken advantage of people don't appreciate it yeah yeah, there's definitely, but I, but I love the concept myself. And it's basically this like, okay, if I feel caught following my sacral in this instance to, to do something for free, and I charge, I charge for my service, but once in a while I have this, like, I want to do this and it feels right. And, but what I have learned is like that we don't expect anything in return. It will come yeah. back to you, not from that same person. It will come yeah. back often 10 times full from other ways that we cannot even even think about so when we really like generally from the heart we give unconditionally just from a place of service and and doing yeah. what feels right and integrity in the moment yeah because i also believe there are people that that really they would love to take that workshop or they just really they don't have that financial the means at the time and yeah. it's really the most transformative they feel so grateful for it there are those people out there as well so it's like and that's why I find human design so beautiful. And when we trust whatever feels right in the body, then we will know when is the time to gift something. When is the time to receive also a gift, right? The problem with it is if I'm not coming from a place of pure love and joyful giving, mm. but I'm giving and I'm expecting the others to give in return. Mm. The entire concept doesn't work. And, and I have to say what you said, and, and I, they, they like, had the energy there too, right? The ones that were- Yeah, talking. kind of. It's like, okay, you said you're fine if I'm not paying and now you're inquiring it. Like now you're sending emails why I didn't pay. It's like, wait a minute, wait a moment. Yeah. That doesn't fit. And if I am giving for giving, if I am so full, that I can just give, I'm not expecting anything in return. But if I am coming from a place where I actually do expect something in return, I'm not coming from that full abundant place. I'm coming from somewhere else and gift economy only works if I feel so abundant that I do not need you to give me something in return. Yeah. As soon as I do need, to you to give me something in return i am not in abundance yeah and it's not it's it's conditional right yeah, yeah I, I believe that yeah and there is like you say the mindset and i guess they cannot see us but you put up your hand up high the mindset has yeah. to be or the i think our emotional state of being it has to be very clean and and it's it's this trust faith yeah that, that, like the money mindset is yeah, it, money mindset is one of the most difficult topics to change because there's so much conditioning in, in, the, yeah. in the money theme. And then I've got an open ego center and it's like, am I worth anything at all? Yeah. I have it's to like really myself. open. There is yeah. that there's no single gate in my ego. Yeah. But I think I was talking about the open ego center and uh, how there's like no gate in it and money mindset and the open ego center are a topic for itself. Mm. How do I measure my own worth? And how can I have a decent pricing for what I have to give? This is another reflector topic because one of my mentors says that as a reflector, I am supposed to go extra high ticket. It's like ultra high ticket yeah, prices for true. being in like for my one-on-one -on -one sessions because they're just special. That's what they say. I'm a two, four. I have no, I have no clue actually um, how special it is because I'm always in there. Hmm. Well, if we, we, we're two lines we don't see our own magic we have to have other people tell us and I, I have to say like I feel any type um and it, it's an evolution it takes time right I have also gone from a place like I, I charge a lot now for an hourly session but energetically I 
I can't charge less anymore. It doesn't feel good and aligned anymore, right? And especially you and being a reflector also often for projectors, it's like, because you are so powerful with one-on-one -on -one work and you cannot do so much one-on-one -on -one work and you need rest. You need to have two time recharge. So it's like a logic consequence in a way. Yeah, high ticket is yeah. the way, you know, and yeah. the right people will appreciate it. The right people will find you. Actually, they do. Yeah, they do. It's uh, since I'm charging high ticket prices, it's amazing. The results are so amazing. Yeah. And um, right now I have a client who is uh, also I, I like, can I really tell that story? Because she is. Um, She has a psychiatrist talking to, she's in therapy every other week mm -hmm. and they've been doing a lot of work, which um, of course helps with what I'm doing now, but we've had three sessions now. Can you hear that? That thing is yeah. just doing it. Well, that's fine. It's just some okay. supporting background noise. <laughs> Putting background noise. Um, I, that, that needs to stop. Um, I need to talk to my husband about that. But uh, Auto automatic blinds in case the listeners are. Yeah, I have automatic blinds that react to the, I don't know, the light, the radiation of the sun or something. And it's new because I used to have the control over it and now I don't, um, <laughs> which I do not like. Um, I think you you were you were talking about the power of your work. Yeah, the power also. of my work. Like after three sessions, we have had so many breakthroughs that might have been prepared by the psychiatrist naturally. Mm. And I'm just going in there having a holistic approach, including body work, going into it with body work and with the theta frequency of the mind. Mm. And things just clear. Yeah, magic. It's there. And it's also nice. So it, it complements, right? It's always a, because being in a coaching space, like it's not like therapy is wrong, not at all. They have its space and psychologists and everything. But there's also, it's like this whole woo woo stuff we're doing, let's call it this way. Like the spiritual <laughs> work, the energy clearing, the human design. It's a different perspective and it can enhance the entire experience. And, and there's a place and a time for everything. It's like for us to see it as a whole, even that. It's not at one or the other. It can be both. And both can have even more substantial results when we can merge it. That's why I hesitated. Like, can I really tell that story? Because it's how can I know that I will give results like that to everybody? I don't. Well, we don't give guarantees, right? No, I don't give guarantees, but still it's, and how do I know how much work that person has already invested that made it so easy for me? That's the power of trust and synchronicity. Like she came to you when she was ready for you. Yeah. Right. And, and it's also, that's another thing, um, that I really feel like it's very important for anybody that's a coach or you want to be an online entrepreneur, right? We often feel like, oh, I have all the responsibility. I have to do this all. But, or it's not even sometimes when we also share client testimonies, I, I sometimes, there's kind of this like, oh, it was my client and I did this. I was like, no, it's the combination. This is, they have gone through all this stuff for their entire life already. We met synchronously at the right time in the right space and it was exactly what the person needed yes. and I was I had the honor to be part of this co-creation and yes. I was chosen we were chosen to come together you know it's not mine it's not hers it's like you know like so you had exactly what she needed at the right time which was magic right but like yeah, yeah it's like divinely orchestrated Absolutely. And it's beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful and magic. Yeah.
So, and, and the other things like we, we cannot be for everybody, right? That's another thing. I, I know my, from my own journey, we're like, we want to help everybody, but we can't. And there's some people that are not ready for the work that we are doing. And then no. they have to do a couple of years, some other stuff. And maybe we never meet, but maybe at some point our path cross where just that one session with you is going to quantum leap them into a whole new way of existence. Yeah. So beautiful. Um, well, apparently we could talk forever. Um, I think that's obvious, <laughs> but I, I want to really thank you because just this perspective of um, how the strategy for a reflector, like, you know, following the lunar cycle can be totally different and how, yes, you can make quick decisions and you can try out things and sample stuff in the moment. And, and there is, but there's a place for the 28 day cycle. Um, but it's from what I hear you say, it's mostly when, so if, if it's something that's really new for you, where you have to um, give your body, your system, the time to process it and feel into it, like you said, with a gift yeah. uh, economy, right? Where it was really, um, that was totally new. I, I had to give my body that space and it took you even more than one lunar. It, it did, right? it, it did, it did. And it's, I, I have to allow myself to not know. Yeah. And, and not expect anything. Mm. It's like I have no idea. Yeah. I I, I cannot choose sides actually. That's mm -hmm. another thing. Mm -hmm. Because I always know both sides of the story. It's like there is always another side. And I I know that I will be able to understand that other side just like I can understand what you were talking about. Yeah. That's the I love that because I have an undefined Ajna and I, I I'm really good at like I don't have this tunnel view and because defined Ashna can be sometimes yeah. it's only yeah. one way. And I'm, for me, it comes easy to be like, like you just described and you being a flag that you have all the centers undefined. So it's yeah. way yeah. I, It's like, yeah, don't ask me to take sides. I'm feeling it. I all. can't, I can't, I, I can't understand why she is doing what she's doing. And I can understand why he's doing what he's doing. And Mm -hmm. and that's uh, that's a really powerful perspective actually very helpful beautiful I love that so I want to thank you for being here for this beautiful really enlightening conversation I really found it truly magical oh. um, it's going <laughs> to activate a lot of people around the world oh. um, and so if you hear this episode as it comes out you will have actually a really gift because Caroline will also be speaking at the Aligned Living Academy Human Design Summit. That's going to be from June 27th to July 1st. If you listen to this episode after the fact, maybe we still have replays up uh, or maybe the VIP bundle is still available. Um, but hey, you had the honor to listen to Caroline right here. Feel free to reach her out. I will drop in the comments in the show notes how you can get in touch with, with Caroline. And I just wanted to ask you, what's your final word of wisdom that you want to leave the, the listeners with? Oh my God, <laughs> final word of wisdom. Mm -hmm. We are women and we can have it all. Oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. That's what I stand for. Mm. We are women. And in the summit, I'm talking a little bit about how every woman has got a reflector inside of her. And we can't, yeah, I can't wait to. to <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was absolutely beautiful and a pleasure talking to you. And it is true, we could just continue talking, but I don't know. I love Maybe it. another time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To be continued for another episode. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you everybody for watching or listening uh, to this episode. We would love to hear any insights and breakthroughs that came through for you from listening to this episode. As always, if you give us a review or, or subscribe to the podcast, that really helps to get the message out more. So thank you for doing that as well. And I can't wait to be with you on another episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. 
And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.